You are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley. Next to me is my trusted companion, John Kearns. What's up, everybody? Today we are here to discuss this week's happenings on NXT and AEW Dynamite. That is correct, Mr. Farley. Two good shows this week. Two good shows. Let's kick it off with NXT. Now, throughout the show, there was an ongoing thread between Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. Yes. They're the tag team champions, Tim. What happened? I don't know. What did happen? I'll tell I you what happened. Talk about it. A damn monkey flip happened. Yes. They were wrestling Imperium for the tag titles, and Matt Riddle, bro, monkey bro. flipped one of the Imperium members, I don't remember which one, <laughs> into Timothy Thatcher, causing Thatcher to get disgruntled and walking away from the match, saying he's had enough of Matt Riddle. Completely bailed on him. In the middle of the show, Thatcher was saying he's had enough of Matt Riddle. He's a joke. He just wants to be a tag champion and wrestle. Riddle comes back and says, bro, what the hell was that about? This leads to our main event, which we will get into when it's time. And uh, so Imperium comes away with the NXT tag team titles uh, by defeating the Left-hanging Matt Riddle. The Stallion. The Stallion Matt Riddle. And uh, I would say that when things go back to normal and Pete Dunne is able to be on the show, we have a built-in feud with Timothy Thatcher that I cannot wait for. I personally think that when Pete Dunne comes back is when Thatcher joins Imperium, his rightful place back in ring comp. Yes. If you know what that is. People. People. We had some women's matches on NXT. One was Tegan Knox against Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell did a really good job, uh, but she springboarded off the rope into a choke slam, and this started her demise. Tegan Knox hit a cannonball, and then uh, the shiniest wizard to put away Indy Hartwell. Yes. A uh, good little match for Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell looked good this week. Tegan Knox continues to impress. And uh, I'm looking forward to what happens with Tegan Knox. I think eventually we will see her get a shot at that women's title. Yes, especially if it stays on a heel. Yeah. Uh, the interim Cruiserweight Championship tournament continued as Tony Nese... Went 0-3 against Jake Atlas, who did that beautiful Rainbow DDT. That's what he's calling it. It's the cartwheel off off the top rope into a DDT. And Jake Atlas, what do you think about Jake Atlas, John? I am digging Jake Atlas so far. Um, I know that the perception on Twitter is split with Jake Atlas. Hmm. Um, He appears to be a love-or-hate type of guy right now. As far as I can tell. That's weird. It's, Twitter people it's are very weird. weird. It's very weird. I also saw some Twitter hate on Timothy Thatcher, which I, I totally didn't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Timothy Thatcher has been so good for so long, 
and the fact that he's uh, finally somewhere where he's on that national platform is only a positive to me. So I don't understand how anybody could have anything negative to say about Timothy Thatcher. But uh, Jake Atlas, as it were, moves on or gets a point in the tournament. Um, is he? He, I believe, is now two and two one. and one. Yeah. So he's got two wins. So if Kushida loses his next match, they'll be tied. And that's against Drake and Maverick. Tozawa will be going against El Hijo de Fantasma. And if Tozawa loses, then um, who's second in the other block? Is it is it Swerve? No. I don't know. I don't know either. Whatever. I'm, the other I'm, match... I'm sure we'll talk about ...was it. Jack Gallagher going against Isaiah Swerve Scott. And before the match, Scott was interviewed. Scott said that if you lose all of the matches in this tournament, you shouldn't be wrestling anymore. One Tony Nese took offense to this, threw him into the steps to help out his old buddy Jack Gallagher. This was a good back-and-forth match. Swerve could not get the job done with the house call, but off the ropes and a roaring elbow by Jack Gallagher, the tattooed one, as I like to call him, right, gives him a win in this tournament, which was nice to see for old Jack boy. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff coming from the Cruiserweights this week. Uh, this tournament has been a very welcome addition to the show, especially with how uh, New Japan has had to be shut down. Because right now, we'd be getting Best of the Super Juniors. It would be happening right now. Or in a month or so, yeah, yeah. No, something... What was happening? No, Best of the Super Juniors was supposed to start May 30th. Damn, boy. So, yeah, it, it would be in about a month. Um, we lost the New Japan Cup. That's what would be happening now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so having a round robin tournament on NXT has been very nice because it's it's softened the blow, as it were. I'd say yes, because uh, <laughs> I love these tournaments when it gets close to the end and you get to do the math of like who can go and who can who who's mathematically eliminated or well if this guy beats that guy then he's gonna do this. Or if this guy would say, I love that aspect of it. I agree. Uh, we had a funny little promo package with DX announcing that June 7th will be NXT TakeOver in your house. If they don't do a sweepstakes, I will be pissed. <laughs> in your house. I saw, I found, I saw a very funny meme online uh, or a Twitter. A, a tweet online. It was, um, have you ever seen that gif? It's a door and it gets kicked down and it's a guy dressed as Big Bird. That's yeah, in the yeah, door. Yeah. I saw, it was that gif and uh, it said, the NXT superstars um, invading my home to do their pay-per-view in June. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because uh, this is Friday, so yesterday, because DX said it was tomorrow, so yesterday, Thursday, 
was the 25th anniversary of the first In Your House special. Yes. So that's why they're doing it. They're doing In Your House. So that's cool. Looking forward to it. Um, I feel like... Uh, I feel like something is already kind of set up for that, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. We got a some great promos this week. Carrying uh, Cross continues to make an impact. What a great addition to the roster. His uh, his promo was fantastic. Uh, he's not here to shock the system. Right. It's time to wake up from the dream. Tick tock, fall and pray. Love how they're doing Carrying Cross right now. I'm loving Carrying Cross. They they are they are so invested in him already, and it's great to see because he's another guy like like I said about um like like I said about Timothy Thatcher, been so good for so long. Yeah. Uh, we got Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez or Diaz or whatever they're calling her now. Right. Uh. Dakota Kai uh, explained why she turned. She says that Raquel is the only person she trusts. Raquel says they're in the hurt business and they're going to hurt people. Good for you. Uh, there was another female match. Aaliyah yeah. versus Caden Carter. Caden Carter whooped her ass. <laughs> Robert Stone said bye-bye Aaliyah. Yep. And you know what? I wish the WWE, WWE would as well. I don't understand why she's yeah. still employed and other people are getting... Uh, the boot, as definitely, say. definitely. Uh, let's talk about dinner with the Garganos. Really like the production. Very interesting stuff. Whenever they had something intense to say, it got up right in their face, and, and it went, went black, black and, and white. white. And it did that weird, like, like, like shifty, delayed uh, feed thing. It was really cool. Um, I think Gargano said something about. What did Gargano say? He said that he he was basically gloating about his match with Dijakovic. Yeah, with Dijakovic. He and said, said that this man <laughs> took Keith Lee to the limit. What does that say about Keith Lee? So, I think Homeboy's going after that North American title. Well, Candice sure. said she's tired of Mia Yim getting handed opportunities because she, she panders to the crowd. Both of the Garganos are sick and tired of people pandering to the crowd because they did for so long and weren't And it got them rewarded. nowhere. Yeah, that's their, uh, their stance. So both of them are saying, we're going to go after Mayim and Keith Lee, and they cheer to it. And I'm all for it because all four competitors are yeah. very good. And I would love to see Keith Lee whoop Gargano's ass. Great, great stuff. Let us speak on... Where is it? There it is. Cameron Grimes and Finn Bauer. Hands down, Cameron Grimes' best match on NXT yet. Absolutely. He took it to I Finn Bauer. I said I, I said it when we watched it. I feel like Trevor Lee showed up. Yeah. Uh, everything was going well for Cameron Grimes until he said he was going to slap the piss out of Finn Bauer's mouth. And, and, and he Finn, did. He did slap him. It but was. Finn Balor just started stomping the shit out of him all the way to the outside. Yeah. And we find out who the snake is. Damian Priest with his nightstick clubs Finn Balor's leg. Cameron Grimes hits the cave-in for the win. And then Damian Priest hits the reckoning on a steel chair. Sits over top of Finn Balor and says, 
I'm the snake. I want my name to live in infamy. And what better way than to take out a prince? I am so here for this. Yes. So here for this. Um, this is what I was talking about when I say this is what I think is already set up for that In Your House special. Mm-hmm. This match is going to be fantastic. And uh, I think that Damian Priest is the man that will finally bring out our favorite person. The demon the Finn demon. Balor. Yes. If we get... Because Damian Priest, uh, when he was in Ring of Honor, when he was Punishment Martinez, he had sort of that dark persona about him. Absolutely. And if he taps into that a little bit, I think a darker version of Damian Priest versus the demon Finn Balor could be magic. Could be. Don't know if NXT will do it, though. They're pretty... They're pretty on board with this Prince. So, Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. The surprise match, which ends up being your main event. Uh, let's talk about it, man. It was this already, I said it, this already might be match of the month for May. Maybe. We still have double or nothing. Yeah, coming. we still have double or nothing coming, but... It's, this was it's a, in contention. This was a Matt classic. These guys did a lot of takedowns, a lot of reversals, a lot of ground and pound, a lot of submission wrestling. Uh, at one point, Thatcher had an ankle lock locked in and was grinding or doing something to Riddle's toes. He even stomped Riddle's toes. Um, Riddle ended up using Thatcher's leg lock and using the momentum to pin Thatcher. Afterwards, Thatcher attacked and put in f- two more Fujiwara arm bars, and that's how we got off the show. So, next week, I imagine Bro's going to call out Thatcher. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, pr- pretty pretty likely that that's another match that's going to be set up for that, for, for that takeover. That is June 7th? Yes. Yeah. So, only a couple weeks to go for that, and uh, that's NXT. That was your NXT broadcast for Grade. this week. Grade, I'd give it a B. I'd I say do. a B. I think last week it got a B minus, so uh, it's go it's going up. No, I think it got better last did, did week. Did it get better last week? Yeah, because it was like the return to form, and you were like, right, this is yeah. better than the last few. It, it was better than the last few weeks, yeah. Moving on. Moving on to TNT, baby. Dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite, really good this week. Um, Started off with Lance Archer yeah. beating someone down all the way from the back to the ring. And uh, Jake Roberts cutting let's, another skating promo. Um, Jake Roberts' promo was weird as fuck. Yeah, he was putting down women, basically being like, you know, women should be housewives and this and that. Yeah. And then which he's old, said, but like, like, but still said like occasionally said, they can come over. He said he has. They can come over and keep him warm, especially whenever he watches Lance fight. So he's excited, and I was like, "What, bro?" Yeah, like you're what? Getting, you're what? you're getting a full on chub watching your boy wrestle, like, like I mean, damn, what? How creepy are you gonna get, man? 
First he's rubbing his snake all over Brandy, and now he's saying he's excited about Lance Archer. He makes him Randy. No, I don't know. <laughs> Jake, what are you doing? Well, we didn't have a lot of time to find out because Cody came in his nice... Big old truck. Big old truck with the American Nightmare logo on it. Looks sharp. I really Gave liked it. Archer a low blow. He drove, uh, I, I, and, and he drove like four whole feet to knock over one barricade and got out of the truck. Like, if you're going to do that, go straight for the ring, man. Right. <laughs> um, he gave Archer a low blow, started putting the punches to him. Then he set his eyes on Jake, which was a bad idea. Yeah. Lance got the upper hand, went to choke slam him on the apron, but Cody got out of it. Cody went for the Cody cutter, but Lance threw him off. And Jake pulled back Archer. This did nothing but make me more excited for the TNT Championship. Double or nothing. And then we found out that that TNT Championship will be presented by the king of pay-per-view. The baddest man on the planet. Mike Tyson. Iron Mike Tyson. A person... A person that has not boxed for years, and people still refer to his champ. He's coming out of retirement, bro. He is. He is. And he's looking nasty, too. I saw some videos of him. Uh, First match of the night uh, featured... The next... uh, I believe it was three matches in succession. Yeah. Uh, Let me see here on my notes. (laughs) Nice. There you go. Well, I, I have the first one here. Um, yeah, but I, I wanted to say something. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just... Yeah, the first yeah, three matches that. of AEW were fantastic. Fantastic. First match features uh, two of my favorite tag teams. One being Jurassic Express and the other being the... Best friends. With Orange Cassidy. And Jungle Express with Marco Stunt. Um, Before we get into this, I want to say, that thing they did on BTE this past week with Marco Stunt hunting down Jurassic Express um, after being, after the, 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 the treasure map to JE got left on his doorstep, which the map was burned with cigarette marks and it was stuffed inside a White Claw can. So I think we know who left that on his doorstep. <laughs> the bad boy. Um, we're going to talk about this match. Jurassic Express coming out of the gate, doing the big return. Uh, best friends have been around for this whole quarantine thing. But uh, I'll tell you what, man. Jurassic Express looks great. Yes, this was a high-octane, fast-paced match. Uh, there was a double suplex on the outside to Luchasaurus, a big tope con Hilo to, from Jungle Boy to the best friends. Orange Cassidy started getting fired up on the rampway. And got beheaded. Out of nowhere, Ray <laughs> Phoenix came out with a big old kick to Orange Cassidy's head. This wasn't the only interference as MJF came out threw Jungle Boy into the steps, threw him back into the ring, and an awful waffle gives the best friends the win. We find out that at double or nothing for the number one contendership to the tag team titles will be Private Party versus the best friends. 
We also found out that Nyla Rose will be facing... Oh, nope. Not time to say that yet. Yeah. We're going to talk about it now, though. We had a huge, a huge Fatal 4-Way match. It was Penelope Ford, Britt Baker, Chris Statlander, and Hikaru Shida in a cavalcade of highlights for the women's division. I'll tell you what. If you blinked, you missed something. Uh, Penelope Ford could not hang. She looked quite sloppy. One of her backhand spring stunners looked yeah. kind of shitty. And she it, almost killed Chris Statlander with a poison rana. Uh, was not good looking. But... Yeah, not and not something we're used to seeing from Penelope Ford either. I don't know what was up with her. Because she's not usually like that. Right. Uh, Sheeta got the win. Only because Britt Baker decided to not... Unhook the lockjaw from Chris Statlander and stop Sheeta yeah, there's something, from pinning Ford. Something going on there. We find out that Britt Baker and Chris Statlander will have a match at Double or Nothing, and that the win in this match, Hikaru Sheeta has solidified her number one contendership. She will be facing Nyla Rose at Double or Nothing. Nyla Rose interrupts <laughs> Sheeta. I found your Tinder stick, bitch. <laughs> Nyla Rose interrupts Sheeta interview, finds her kendo stick, hits yeah. her with it. We find out that the match will then be a no DQ, no count out match. So awesome. Can't wait for that. Yes. Um, what? Any thoughts on that women's match? Who do you think is going to win? On Nyla Rose and Hikaru Sheeta? Yeah. Uh, Nyla. Nyla. I'm gonna I have, think if it was a yeah. straight-up wrestling match, Sheeta would win. Yeah, I'm going to have to stick with Nyla as well. Unless un, unless Sheeta maintains control of that kendo stick. We'll she doesn't have control of it. That's true. She doesn't have it, but, you know, things could happen. Things will happen. Things will happen. At Double or Nothing on May 23rd. We also found out... Order the, now and be our life. No. <laughs> the Casino Battle Royal... Well, the entrance the, will come out the like la- the Royal la- Rumble, match. huh? Casino ladder match. Yeah, whatever that's <laughs> being called now. Uh, the, the chip will be held above the ring, and people will come out like the Royal Rumble entrance. So you do not want to be that last member. No. Nope. We also found out that yeah. Ray Phoenix and Scorpio Sky have been added with Colt Cabana, Darby Allen, and Orange Cassidy. So we have. Five members out of nine. I'm wondering who else will be showing up. Yeah, and uh, you you don't you don't want to pick the high number because the chip can be grabbed at any time. So the match could end before you even get in there. Right. That's unprecedented. Yes. Insanity. Let's talk about P and P. Proud and powerful. Back on the show in an official, in in, in an official way, against uh, everyone's new favorite tag team that we never knew we needed, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. Proud and powerful attack Kenny Omega before Matt Hardy comes out. Once Matt Hardy comes out, Santana greets him at the stage, but gets bit multiple times even causing blood to be in Matt Hardy's mouth, and each time the bite happens, 
pyro goes off. I loved it. It was insane. I love everything they're doing with Matt Hardy right now. Yeah. It's so um, A lot of good tandem offense by both teams. Um, the end came whenever Ortiz was on the turnbuckle and Omega hit a huge V-trigger. And Matt Hardy came off with a cutter. Thus giving Matt and Kenny the win. A well-needed win for the Elite against the Inner Circle. Absolutely. We're going to MJF. Squash some dude named Lee Johnson. Got on the mic. Said that his peers do not recognize a real wrestler. Said that he's excited to wrestle Jungle Boy, but he feels stiff. Needs a tune-up match. And next week he will be wrestling Marco Stunt. And Marco Marco. knows that MJF is better than him. Great stuff. Very great stuff. Uh, Marco, is he going to be good to go after being... Murdered again? By Wardlow? By Wardlow? Uh, I think he they should be They fed okay. this poor child. He's not a child, but this poor <laughs> man. Lance Archer, Brody Lee, Wardlow, three weeks in a row. <laughs> Sickening. What are they doing to him? Sickening. They're trying to kill him. Let's jump on Chris Jericho against that pumpkin-headed dipshit, Pineapple Pete. Jericho came out with a bat, the inner circle, and wearing a Pineapple Pete shirt. Pineapple Pete took it to Chris Jericho, uh, landing a bunch of strikes and some running European uppercuts in the corner. But when he went for a third, he ran right into a Judas effect for the win. Jericho gets the mic and says that they're at double or nothing. The inner circle will be challenging the elite to a stadium stampede match where they will wrestle in an entire football field stadium. Uh, At this, Vanguard One comes out with the inner circle shirt. They ask if the elite accepts. Vanguard One says they do accept. Uh, He's glad, Jericho's glad that he brought back the shirt because he had a warrant out for Vanguard One's arrest in for grand larceny in, in seven states. Seven states? Um, <laughs> he says, have you given any more thought to joining the Inner Circle? Well, it doesn't matter because we found our sixth member. Doesn't matter. This is Floyd, and you're going to get acquainted with him. And he breaks Vanguard One. Smash to pieces. With Floyd. Matt Hardy comes down and... and Clutches Vanguard One in an, a broken emotional state. Man, Jericho, I fear that you do not know what you've just done. Jericho done fucked up, man. He did. He, he uh, he's going to be sentenced to deletion over this. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I hope so. I can't wait for Stadium Stampede. It's gonna be insane. Yeah. Somehow, some way, if they have a funeral for Vanguard 1 next week, first of all, I'll be elated. I hope that happens. If somehow Matt Hardy has to find a way to either bend or somehow break that bat that Jericho has so they can just keep getting new stuff and breaking it. (laughs) And naming it and giving it persona. Yeah. 
the main, main event of the evening. Event. Mr. Brody Lee against Christopher Daniels. SCU! And this was not the squash match that you thought it would be. No, not at all. Christopher Daniels hit an Arabian press to the outside. He did the best moonsault ever. He hit the Angels' wings. But none of this could take down Mr. Brody Lee. Every time Brody Lee did something, he went outside and stared down SCU. In the middle of the match, the Minions, SCU, and Cole Cabana got into a uh, brawl. But the discus lariat put away Christopher Daniels for the win. It should be noted that 10 had a chair, and they were giving the title to Brody Lee, but John Moxley came out. Yeah, uh, Brody came out wearing the title. Yes. Uh, As soon as they saw Moxley, Brody and 10 hit the bricks. Moxley took down the rest of the minions, got on the mic, and said that he... Before Brody Lee's AEW career has started, it will end at double or nothing. There will be a hailstorm of violence. And that uh, I love Moxley's promos. Oh, yeah. This is already shaping up to be a great feud. Yeah, man. Uh, I really want it to be a hardcore match. I really I want think it to be a hardcore we're gonna match. Get one, we're, we're going to get a situation similar to New Japan. Where even if it's not a hardcore match, you're going to see hardcore stuff, and the ref's not going to do anything about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping either that, or next week they just say that it's a no-DQ match. Speaking of next week, um, there were some announcements. Ray Phoenix versus Orange Cassidy. Moxley versus Ten. Um, let's see... I think that's all that was announced. Uh, Jake Roberts and Lauren yeah. Anderson in a face-to-face interview. Uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. So, next week's looking pretty good. Um, it's the go-home. This week's or nothing. AEW Dynamite gets A. A. AEW is consistently way more entertaining. Gets me way more hyped. Than NXT. It's more exciting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Double or Nothing is going to be really good. Um, Double or Nothing, right after the show, we're going to be here live talking about it. With our friend Queen from Queen's Court. And a special guest of our own will be joining us. Yes. One you've heard about but have not seen. It'll be a surprise for you. It might even be a surprise for us. If he shows up. If he comes. <laughs> anyway. True. Wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one. And peace and love to all of you. Bang! Bang!